Brewer territory is back. Scotty Braun and Eric Kratz and Brewers fans for the most part are pleased with taking three or four against a Reds team that had been playing pretty good ball. They're playing much better than most anticipated. And this team's still hanging around towards the top of the National League Central, Kratzy. But the word reinforcements comes to mind with the Brewers very often this year. I don't like to play the blame game with injuries, but they've dealt with a lot of them. I'm not going to say it, but I'm going to say it. Mm -hmm. Yes, they have dealt with it, and they've dealt with it very well. Uh, You know, they're still in the top of the division. You know, we're still still just, just treading water with some players that, hey, you know what, didn't think we would need to see in the roles that they're in, but, man, it's been awesome to watch them, and it's so great to know the guys that are coming back as they slowly trickle in healthy here. Like Luis Arias. And I will say this. I mean, the Brewers, it's no secret, at least if you compare them to the Pirates. Pirates have been a much healthier ball club. Arias is back for this ball club. Hopefully we'll see Willie Adamas soon. He homered in a rehab game. So he's also wearing the helmet in the dugout to make sure there's no other issues, of course. Yes. Safety first. That was a scary situation. Also, Julio Tehran is in this rotation now. A total blast from the past. Apparently, they love him in the dugout, so we'll have to ask some of our Brewers guests in the future about what he's like, right? For sure. Yeah, I mean, Julio Tehran, I mean, this was a Braves stalwart. Somebody that was going to be coming up and, like, just another just another Braves pitching prospect that just came in and did well. And I love that he's on the team because we can talk about the Brewers and we get to talk about a guy I hit a home run against in my career. So that's awesome. <laughs> what about Andrew Monasterio? And I think I nailed it, yeah, on the name. Um, getting a little silent treatment action from his Brewers teammates, which is really very on brand for a team that is full of personality, which we've been trying to do our best to highlight all season long with interviews, including Raddy Telez coming up. But are you a silent treatment guy? Would you call for that? Were you on board with that? Or were you like, eh, it's tired? No, I think it's I, – I love it. I And I'm not an every-time silent treatment guy, but, you you know, you kind of give – you have some court awareness. Have some feel. You know, if Yelly goes 20 games without a homer and he's talked about it for the previous 10 games, hey, you know what? Time to give him a silent treatment. My favorite part of the silent treatment is what the guy's reaction is that hit the home run when they come in. Some guys are like, wait, what? You're giving him silent treatment? Other guys are like air high-fiving people. I've seen one guy put his stuff in the put his stuff in the bat rack, helmet, gloves, everything goes in the bat rack and just sit down, put his hat on, put his glove on, and it's like, I'm ready to go play defense now. You know, and so it, it brings the guys together. I love that. Mm-hmm. No, I'm with you. We also had a, a touchdown celebration from our guy Corbin Burns at one point a little frustrated with balls and strikes and and frustrated with his season right this team you would figure is going to live and die off big names in their rotation and I will say this for the injuries and for underperformance from some of these players look at where they're at if I told you you're basically not getting Woodruff for the first half of the season that you were going to get ups and downs from Peralta and definitely ups and downs from Burns, who has shown us sometimes in the past that it's just going to be straight ups all year long. The frustration shows at times, but you're right. I think the personalities in the clubhouse help to keep them level. And of course, as we always mention every show, Craig Council is one of the best in the biz. Yeah, 
ho-hum, boring. Yeah, just add in another guy. This is what they do. This is why, this is why the team, one, is loved by the fans, two, is in playoff contention every single year and is in first place at this point in the season. Like, they've had injuries. They've had down years or down starts from Freddie P., and from, from Burnsy, Big Woo's been out. All those things you said, but guys have stepped up. Like, who knew we were going to be talking about Julio Tehran at, on, you know, in, in June? Who knew we were going to be talking about Yelly having, you know, just a solid, consistent, you know, his, his slowly going up season? Who knew Adrian Hauser was going to step up like he has and just continue to be who he is. And those players are allowed to play that way because of the coaching staff, because of the culture that they've built there. Adrian Hauser doesn't need to come up to the big leagues and throw four seamers at the top of the zone. All he's done is he has the third highest ground ball rate in the big leagues since I think 2019 or 2020, something like that. And it's like, yes, it's not the sexy strikeouts, but you know what? You're getting seven innings out of Adrian Hauser, which helps the bullpen, which helps Burnsy on a night, you know, against the Reds when he actually gives up a couple runs. He's pissed, but he brings that energy. And there's so much that this team is able to do that when they start getting two right-handed bats in Urias and Adamas back, now what ails them a little bit, not hitting lefties? is going to be a little mitigated. Ruffy comes back from – Darren Ruff comes back from his lacerated knee. And, you know, you start you start building momentum on a team that is really good and is super deep in pitching. So it's exciting. This is an exciting time of year. Also, I'm a straight shooter, you know. The NL Central sucks. <laughs> is that too harsh? I mean – Nope. If the AL Central is abysmal, it's the worst, right? In in baseball, by far, worst division. NL Central, not great. Cubs are not a playoff team. The Cardinals are the most disappointing team in baseball, most likely. I mean, at, worst at this record. time that we're doing this, they have the worst record in the National League. That's bad. The Pirates are outperforming expectations, as I mentioned. They've been healthy, good for them. But eventually, the, the we, the slide's going to begin. The Reds, I actually think, will kind of stay in this range where they might actually – yeah, I'm with you. I think they're going to tick up because the prospects are coming up and they're playing right from the jump, like Matt McClain. Everyone's been talking about Ellie De La Cruz, including a lot of talk about him on foul territory with Kirk Herbstreit and C. Trent Rosecrans and Ken Rosenthal. I encourage you to look that up if you missed it. But for Milwaukee, that's what enables this team to weather the storm for now and hope that in the second half of the season – they have their stars, and their stars can be stars. And that includes Mr. Consistency, though. Rowdy Telez is there for you just about every damn day. And he's not just consistent on the field. He's consistent with us. He is always freaking hilarious. Rowdy, take it away. I don't know who Mad Dog is, but um, oh, that's kind of tired. I mean, I didn't. that guy played really hard in Little League and sucks, so that's why he's super upset about it. But... Um, <laughs> I don't, I couldn't tell you. I, I don't care. I really don't. If I homer off you and I bat flip that shit in the fourth row and then you punch me out and throw the glove at me and do all that, like I deserved it. That's just part of the game now. It's just the way the game is. Yeah, it's it's evolved over time, but like who cares? I, I, I don't care. 
I really don't. I mean, now I think there's there's a time and place for it. I think when you're losing 10-1 and you homer off Kershaw after he's you know punched you out three times, I think that's a little different. I think there's a there's a, a respect factor in that aspect of like, hey man, like you didn't do anything and you're still losing, like relax. But I think you know like if the situation calls for it, why not? Uh, it's the way the game is now, and I think that's um, part of it. So. It have you? I, I don't care. Can you remember, Rowdy, the last time that there was a situation where in the dugout you guys were like, yo, that was too much or that was disrespecting us? Have you had any scenarios like that, whether it was this year or in the past few years, where you actually felt offended versus just being like, yo, let's go kick his ass? Um, No, I think there's a couple times being a first baseman that it happened and then the guy gets on base again. You're like, hey, man, you're losing there. Like, you know, it's usually young kids, man. It's emotional um you know i i wouldn't say like i'm a veteran i wouldn't say i'm old but um i debuted with guys that debuted in the early 2000s so i think um you get kind of like an aspect and understanding from those guys so i think it's just i i get both sides i really do because i think some some guys are just very low-key like you look at paul goldschmidt doesn't pimp homers doesn't do anything puts his head down runs the bases um Kind of like that. And then you have guys like Acuna, um, you know, younger players, newer generation. So I think it's just who you are. But I don't think you can really pin emotion on on being a downfall unless it, it does get disrespectful. Like yelling at the dugout after a strikeout if you're a pitcher is a little different than, you know, hyping your own dugout up. It's that, I think that's really it. Rowdy, why are you outside at Rogers Center? Did they kick you out of the clubhouse for making up lies about people, or what? <laughs> no, uh, my lies do sound very accurate, though, don't they? Yeah, yeah, because we're, we're about to get into it, you and I, because you made up a lie about me <laughs> the first no, time we met. Yep, about signing autographs when I was a kid. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's not true. But that's then you also, uh, yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah, we had Pat Murphy on, and you also told a lie about yeah. him. So now Pat and I we're tight now because you lied about both of us. But have you ever met Pat? Uh, many times. Dude, that's another spot on lie, though. That's like... <laughs> See, <you> then, you, <laughs> See, like, <laughs> I could possibly it. tell you to fuck off. I, well, not maybe as a kid, but I will now. <laughs> but I could see Pat Murphy saying, hey, Clubby, get my socks, or whatever he did to you. So, yeah, fair. Yeah, threw his stupid yellow Jordans at me, told him to clean them. I was like, give me your new first base and fuck off, old man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I, uh, it was good. It was, it was good, but... um. No, I uh, there's a bad reception in there, and everybody's on the Wi-Fi. You know how it is over there, AJ. It's a small clubhouse, old clubhouse, so it's a little tight-knit and tight out there, and so I decided to come out here and do it. Do they Make still have the dude in there? Hey, do they still have the guy in there uh, that would sell you, like, all the movies? Because he used to go to Toronto. He'd sell you a hard drive with, like, every movie every <laughs> no. made for, like, In the clubhouse. Months. In the clubhouse. Scott. Remember that? Yes. That was Ekratzy. Remember that? The guy that was, I, was yes. in, I was in the East, baby. I dude, had him. He, oh, he, yeah. Really, you'd go in, and he'd be like, <laughs> How many movies do you want? Because we only went there once a year. And he'd give you a hard drive, and it literally would have every movie ever made on it. And that's every, illegal, everything by you the way. Well, I mean. Oh, Joan, that's what he did in Toronto, Jones and he said, Scott. I don't, yeah, Scott. 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 Blinn. Scott, Scott Blinn. I name? wrote oh, many checks. He's the, head, he's the head home guy now. Oh, okay. Hey, there you go. Ask him, hey, I'm sure a piracy out this ass. <laughs> <laughs> we just got him under investigation. He don't care. He always he was like, hey, hey, I was like, something didn't work. He's like, don't worry, I got a new update. 
he was my he was my uh, clubhouse guy when I was over there. Awesome. Oh, okay. Man. Yeah. yeah, it's called Netflix now. You don't need that. It's just called Netflix. <laughs> we got subscriptions. True. True. This is before yeah, subscriptions, man. People piracy, baby. Rowdy, is the real reason you're outside? Is it because you're giving more hugs than you to the to the Toronto fan to the Toronto players than you are your own players? Like that's why said, you're outside, so everybody sees you. I said hi to the staff. No, there's nobody out here, meet. Yeah, right. You're out here, you're like, hey, gotta do a show for 15 minutes. Yo, meet me out here. Like, you're gonna give super hugs. That's that's the only reason you're outside. Like, oh hey, there's I'm no- back in Toronto, everybody. Well, they did have an escort for just me. I got off the plane and they had a limo and everything just for me. That's about right. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it. In, I'm gonna keep it in love. You officiated a friend's wedding this off season. Yeah, he said that you were mean to him. Oh, Jansen. I was not mean to Jansen. That was well, two off nine years. That was oh two, yeah, two yeah he's, nine, he's nine years old. He was nine years old, and like I'm 18. I just came off a game. I'm like, I don't want to see this little nine year old in my damn room at 11 o'clock at night. Get the hell out of here. I ain't had a little brother. I was, I was a little brother. No, no here's the thing yeah. Joji doesn't get. Rowdy's totally trolling him right now, and Joji just hook, line, and sinker. Oh! <laughs> took the bait and run it right now. Because that no, was a typical Rowdy to let us lie about how Jansen yeah, that, said that, he was that, mean. That, that I was way, sweet to him, but I was like, hey, you got to go, Jan. You got to go. I'm, it's time to go to bed. He's like, oh, about him. Good game. It's 11.30. You got to get up for school tomorrow, kid. The way, the, way, the way Danny describes it was he was like, I was just a nine-year-old. I was a big fan. And uh, he used to go, Adam would come home, and I just wanted to batter anything. And Adam would tell me to shut up. I'm trying to go to sleep. <laughs> Wait, how did you guys know? Was it a host family? Yeah, Jonesy's little Yeah, he was my host family. family. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm saying – for the fans watching, oh. we needed a little more context there in your little. Oh yeah, so yeah, he's. I was his family um, hosted a lot of guys from the Mariners organization in Appleton, Wisconsin, throughout the years, and I was lucky enough to get his family, and I was maintained friendships and all that relationships with their family throughout the years. I ended up when Jansen got called up in eighteen, I, he ended up staying a night with me because I brought his family out and repaid the whole tribute to his family doing that and he came to my house and stuff like that and had his dad and made but this time we're grown-ups and we can have a drink we can have a beer together so it's just full circle post family and you know just somebody that made it and was able to return her favor rowdy i know whose wedding you're not going to officiate it's corbin burns because when he's he walked married. by yeah, he's married. i know but i'm saying you didn't officiate his wedding because when you went in was it in spring training he was married before ball? i got over here Okay, well, don't, who cares? Semantics, okay? But he <laughs> well, trolled yeah. your ass. He trolled your ass. He's my new favorite player, hence why I have his card sitting here next to me because <laughs> you, you like know why? Much you lost it. Right? Oh, yeah. Right, oh, bullshit, right here. He Corbin Burns. Because he, he took the ball, you flipped it to him, and you went to throw it around, and he went, hey, Rowdy, pick it up, fat ass. <laughs> and you had to bend over yeah. and pick it up. So did you get on him? Did you, did you make up some story about him? No, I mean, I always talk shit to him in the clubhouse, so we have a nice little back and forth. He's just—he's just mad. He's jealous. Of? <laughs> my body's my body's way better than his, and he knows it. So <laughs> it's, it's fun. Yeah, he doesn't have thirty homers in him either. That's true. He could be jealous. He could be very jealous. Yeah. He's got better hair though, for sure. I wouldn't go that far. Some people really like my hairstyle. 
Kratz. <laughs> well, besides Kratz, who else? That's all that matters. That's the only opinion I care about. Jonesy, I, I care about yours too, but I know you wouldn't say anything bad about me. Nope. As long as you're happy, Dude, man. I was, hold on. I got Now that AJ's just getting on me. We were in San Francisco last year right before the All-Star break, and he came in to the clubhouse to say hi to Colton Wong and Jace Peterson, and he was running his shit about being like 45 and like, oh, I could still play. And he was like, y'all need a first baseman. And I was sitting in my locker behind him. And I was like, he told this story. I didn't have a career in one year. I got that at the break. So just relax. I said, we're, we're perfectly fine over at first. Oh, shit. He told Tell that him. story already. He did. I did say that. I did say that. I said, chill. You knew where Rowdy was? I didn't know That's who Rowdy real, was. That's, That's a fine. real story. I didn't know who Rowdy was. The only reason uh, I, I mean, I knew who he was. I heard the and, name. And it's no big deal. It's not like Raddy forgot or anything. No, Sorry, it's not Raddy, like he's wait. letting it go or anything. I yeah. mean, you know. What'd you say, Raddy? We missed you. Yeah, the only reason I knew who AJ was because he was like one of the little trade guys that came over and it was big league and everybody. So <laughs> <laughs> I asked for the autograph and now look. That's right. I told now you to fuck told, off. Now, See, now, now I'm still telling you to fuck off. <laughs> Hey, Rowdy, I know you were mic'd up recently, and I, I know you've been mic'd up in games here and there. Do you feel like you're kind of getting worked when you get mic'd up because they have to dub a lot of it and it gets all edited, so it's not showing your true self besides on a show like this? Yeah, I think sometimes. It blows my mind that I get mic'd up so much. Like, I get mic'd up on the bench. I get mic'd up. I'm, like, the most below-average player that gets mic'd up the most. It's, it's unbelievable. But they pay you, right? No, fuck no. What? No. How, I, I have a question. You're supposed, to be, you're supposed to be a couple hundred bucks, 500, 1,000, something. No, like it's no, supposed to be 10 grand. Okay, if you're on the national, that, 10 grand. I, I actually have a bone to pick, okay? So, 10K, being, Jonesy. Being in TV for a while, <laughs> ready for this? Ratty, this is a real thing. This was reported. It's facts. If you do those in game interviews where you're on the field, and it could be three outs, it could be, I think Glaber Torres or someone did it recently, and it was like 30 seconds, they give you 10 Gs. But if you get mic'd up for a game, I haven't seen anything or heard anything about being paid for that, which is much more work and content that you're contributing. So can we fix this? I heard you. It's easy. Maybe for if you have like the two-way mic, like if they can talk to you. Yes. Maybe. I'm, I've never had that one. I'm not that good. Well, um, they, they should pay you for the mic'd up stuff, though, because still 10 G's for that for five seconds. Dude, okay. So if I ever do a Brewers game. Yeah. I'm going to request. We let you. That's fine. <laughs> I'm going to request. I'm going to request Rowdy. I want Rowdy. You don't get no request. Uh, I'll get requests. And you might say no, but I'll be like, fine, I'll keep the 10 grand myself then. If you don't want 10 grand, then I'll keep it. All right, what's your request? If you if you want a two-way mic, talk to me. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't be me. I'm just going to sit in your ear and go, remember that time I tried? you tried to get my autograph? Dude. We're going to be sitting there. We're going to get canceled for being on microphones in the middle of the <laughs> They're going to remove him during the game. They're going to take uh, him out. Right yeah, they're, out. Gonna, they're not even going to be a pitching change. It's going to be a mic change, and I'm getting taken out of the game. <laughs> hey, hey, did you hear about uh, Pete Alonzo's viral interview from Friday with us? We got to talk about that guy dry pumping the railings at, at games, man. What is okay. this guy doing? So, so let's go over that, too, because we did see some yeah, of the comments did say, what, what is that celebration? For, that's a bad look for us big first baseman, man. He can't be doing all that. <laughs> it's just not good. But, no, I have, have not heard that? about it. Oh, I've seen it. I was going to bring it up to Rob Freeman, but he gets all excited when we're talking about it, so I didn't want to. We'll bring it up. This is the perfect guy. He's a first baseman. 
power hitter. Yeah. So you for one, you don't dry hump the rails after you hit home runs. You put on cheese on your head. And two, have you ever hit a home run when you have to poop? Um, I dude, I don't know. That's a that's a fucking good question. I've I've definitely taken a started. There's probably <laughs> now that I think about it. Um. It has smelled like shit back there before when Kratz was trying to talk to me mid-pitch. And I got, he's got shit coming out of his mouth. <laughs> but <laughs> other than that, I don't, I don't know. So did you, did you hear the story? Did you hear Alonzo said he had to poop, so he swung first pitch off Hunter Green and went deep and then ran around the bases that, and ran right to the bathroom? That's a f- lie. What? There's lie. no way. I don't know. He hits homers, though, so it doesn't surprise me. Maybe it was well, true. You know, like one of the one of the favorite lines from trolls because they'll put this every like week. We'll have some video, especially on TikTok, it gets a lot of love, right? And that the Pete Alonzo one went all over the place, <laughs> pun intended. And the commenters, some of them will go, "I'll take stories that didn't happen for five hundred, Alex," and I'll usually reply like, "Not nah, did." But why wouldn't that one be possible? Dude had to go, and and my favorite part of it, Rowdy, was that. You definitely have people, and I mentioned this earlier in the show, that were like, wow, br- great job by Pete, sitting first pitch slider, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, nah, he just had to take a shit. Yeah, see, now sitting first pitch slider, I didn't even see it, so I don't know how accurate that one is. But, I mean, kudos to him. Good shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kratzy, didn't you have – you had something for him, I thought. I thought you were, were going to bring some heat here. I did, I did, but you guys hit it all, and that was like ten minutes ago. So stories don't stories don't flow anymore afterwards. You never, you never really got into, you never really got into what it is that Toronto's gonna like the whole. Like, are they gonna do? Do they? Did you guys like request like a standing ovation time so you don't get a ball a strike called on you? Like when you come up to the plate, how's that? How's that gonna go down? I think they want me to give them a standing ovation for getting traded. Uh, so I think they requested time for me to give them one. I don't know, dude. They gave me – they didn't do anything. We're just going to be honest. They're not going to do anything. Maybe <laughs> No video tribute maybe, on the giant Jumbotron? I don't know, dude. They might bill me for not paying rent during COVID season. <laughs> I got a good one about my first base coach, and I say it all the time because it's so bad. We were teammates in 2016 in AAA. I got traded over here, and this motherfucker introduced himself to me again. I said, bro, we were teammates. <laughs> He's got a long neck, too. Talk about that. Yeah, man. Yeah. All these sorry-ass 299 stolen bases or 399 in the minor leagues. Couldn't get that one extra. Spent all that goddamn time there. Wear uh, him out. Let him have oh, it, man. All the time. Jonesy, I think it was – no, Jonesy, were you a jump man guy? No. You weren't hey, no, I was a uh, swing man. Swing man. Swing man, yeah. 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 Griffey stuff. Yep. And you always yeah, wear he... Kim's batting gloves, so I see you got some swag. Man. Yeah, see, I got to – see, that's the thing. I'm going to start putting – everybody's been figuring it out now. I'm going to start putting E on the end, so it says MKE. Yeah. yeah. I be telling, how, many, I be telling Matt, how many he give you? Matt be, Damn. Yeah, Matt's always like, man, dude, everybody's talking about the gloves. I'm like, nobody knows who you are, bro. I was like, you're irrelevant <laughs> in the game now. I was like, you're a good guy. You're a good guy. You treat me well, but, I mean, dude – I'm, I'm going to start putting E on the end for Milwaukee. And everybody's going to be like, damn, dude, you got, Milwaukee, you got custom Nikes? I'm like, yeah, from 2014, bro. They're sick. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I got it like that. What are they, Brewers colors? 
Yeah, when he was on the Padres. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, they, a lot yeah, of people for, a lot of people forgot about that, even him. So like yeah. he goes into he'll go to his house and he has a cage and stuff, and that's where I hit is at the house, and then he just has like all this random shit in there, like cleats, batting gloves, all this stuff, and I just start taking it. I just start. Uh, there he is. Oh, there he is. Just talking about your friend. <laughs> Hey, he was talking shit about you. He was talking mad shit about you. That's my boy. <laughs> A lot of people don't like you. Oh! <laughs> but, all right, you got yeah, so I, go, I, I go to Kemp's house and I just start taking all the stuff. How it is. All right, Roddy, we want you to stay safe out there. So now that there are other human beings on the on the field. Go do your thing, dude. We'll get you again in a couple weeks. Good luck. Go make a run for the boys right now. Justin Bieber and Drake are going to come say hello, too. So, you know, big shot. Yeah. Tell Biebs <laughs> we said what's good. Yeah, tell him hello. <laughs> Drake, I'll see him in Chicago. Yeah, I won't. I, I don't know what you said, AJ, but I probably won't see you if you're ever in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> good stuff from Rowdy, but we're going to have a lot more to ask him next time around because as our brilliant producer, Jeremy, behind the scenes calls it, Joey Weimer's got that flow bucket going right now. I, it's it's been a long time since I've had any flow, but that that haircut is gas, and I think a lot of high schoolers in the Panhandle of Florida are really enjoying that haircut. <laughs> the mullet never goes out of style. Just ask Joey Weimer. Uh, you know what else never goes out of style? Incredible comebacks. John Singleton returns to the big leagues. For the first time in about nine years. What an incredible story. And he was a standout story right away. This was a, a top-level prospect. Ends up with Houston. Th there were some issues off the field, although some of it was marijuana-related, which you know isn't really much of a thing anymore um, in terms of testing. But interesting, if you want to look more into that whole story back then. Remember, it's a while ago at this point. Then Kratzy, he signs that extension, five years, 10 million bucks. And most of the industry is like, are you kidding me? What a robbery. His agency just wanted to get him signed. There's stuff going on behind the scenes. What is this? Well, guess what? John, unfortunately, didn't pan out at the time as a prospect. And that ended up being very meaningful money for him. And now he's back. He's a lumberjack in the minor leagues that that smashes homers and he can contribute to this team because they need every single man on that 40-man roster. So props him for coming back. What an incredible story. And when you watch him in interviews right now, he just seems at peace. He's laid back. He's like, I've been here before. This means more. This is cool. I'm going to enjoy this. And it's perspective. It's totally perspective. His contract was perspective. Like he knew, hey, this is money. This is life-changing money. His perspective, he was down, you know, as a guy that went through the minor leagues, went to the big leagues, went back to the minor leagues, and again and again and again and again and again, I was going back down to AAA. I was not going to double A like Singy did. I was not going to, you know, did so many different stops without making it back. And he did. And so what you get out of him is going to be so much grace, so much like love for the fact that he has an opportunity to be in the big leagues again, and he's going to enjoy it. And I don't know where this story will end at the end of the season. 
but I'm going to be freaking watching it. That's for sure. Yeah. It was first time called back up to the big leagues since 2015. So cheers to him and a perfect way to kind of cap off what we're talking about here and always looking ahead at the schedule. There's a little Oakland A's action coming up on your sketch. Now you might look around and say, let's go, but also pressure's on. You need to sweep a team like that. I feel like that's the kind of team where you look at the schedule, Kratzy, and if you've got a buddy on another squad and you guys keep in touch every day, if you don't sweep them, buddy immediately texts you like, really? You lost one to Oakland? I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. You can't go into the can't go into the series thinking you have to sweep them. It is it is the first test of playing one game at a time because you got to take the first game. Oakland, they got to go into Oakland where they're never out of it. You know, the the few fans that do come, they're in it till the ninth inning. And there's been a lot of comebacks in Oakland. But yes, as a fan, you want to see them sweep them, and you want to see the team. I would race to these. I would race to these bats behind me here and start <laughs> clanking them around. One of them's Yelly's bat because it's going to be a race to the bat rack, and the boys need to bring their hitting sticks. Okay, so it's been heard, it's been said, and the pitching for Oakland is historically bad. So do your homework and rip that pitching. Go Brew Crew if you're listening. Good luck to your squad, and thanks for watching and listening. Kratzy and myself break down the Brewers this week. And thanks to Raddy Telez as our guest of the week. We do this every week. Corbin Burns is a regular, Freddie Peralta, and many more on this squad. Christian Yelich has joined us before on Brew Crew Territory. If you're watching on YouTube, you can catch it on Apple Podcasts and Spotify as well. Just type in Brew Crew Territory and we will see you next time.